Right, changing of the guard at the Bort Trotting Club. Sitting down for a quiet little chat. John Campbell, hello. Hi, Paul. Um, firstly, thank you for um, joining me for a little chat. Um, you've recently stood down as being the president of the Bort Trotting Club, and um, I thought I'd find out a little bit more about it. But um, how has that all sunk in, I suppose, initially? You know, you had the standing down of the, of the trotting club. Yeah, well, it's it's okay. Um, we had a succession plan in place, uh, so it was going to happen at our AGM, and uh, we've got a race meeting coming up um, on Friday the fifth of January. And uh, yeah, I'm I'm trying to check with um, the chiefs now as to whether uh, I can still do a couple of little jobs I used to do, or whether um, they're going to do them. So. Um, Still, still checking on a few little things. Are they leaving you in charge of the vouchers at all, the Toy World vouchers at all? I hope not. No answer to that one. <laughs> I've got some in the folder here. I'm sure you have. And if anyone out there is wondering about notes, yes, he has got heaps of notes and he's even got a book here, book here for me as well. Right up. When did it start? When did you when did you join the Bort Trotting Club um, committee? I suppose for a start. Well, it got a mention at the uh, AGM last week. Um, John Byrne, who's uh, general manager and a few things, uh, when I started off, said that Loddon Valley Stud um, travelled with the four grandstands that belonged to Bort Footy Club and Bort Trotting Club in 1982 for our sale on the farm. We put them in a circle for people to sit on like like a grandstand. It's a grandstands. So anyway, uh, after that, though, Daryl Poxon invited me in uh, for an AGM to have a chat about studs and stallions, and it went from there. So uh, uh, late 80s. Um, and so you're on the committee in the late 80s. Yes, and uh, right, right at the start, I see we were um, sponsors for uh, the, the pacing cup, I think. Yep. So um, yeah, late 80s. When did the stud start? I know we've asked this question before, and we don't. We're trying to keep this on the board trotting club. But when did the stud actually start, or when did Dad move to two Durhamites? No, well, uh, he um, he liked irrigation and sheep, and he was um, uh, adjusting sheep at Cow Swamp, and he'd drive past um, a place he liked a bit at Durhamox, and in 1950 he bought it. Yep. So that was the start, and then he bought um, Noble Scott. Uh, who was standing in New South Wales at Handos um, and he stood him at 60, 60 guineas and got 100 mares um, and uh, he never um, he never lived at Deramox. He always lived at Barrackie but he employed a stud master, Bill Cowan from uh, Wedderburn, who was a horseman yep. um, and Bill and his wife lived there for those early years running the, running the stud and then... Um, in due course, Noble Scott was going okay, so he bought his full brother, um, Clan McTavish. Yep. Now, we're not going down that path because we have done this one once before and you, you, you can get yourself off track. And Kay's even giggling in the background. She knows the job I've got to do to try and keep you on track for, for this. So you started on the committee. Did, like, was Dad on the committee or did you go first straight up onto the committee of the, um, the, the trotting club? Yeah, well, Dad, Dad had no connection with Bort Trotting Club at all. Uh, he was on Charlton's uh, 
committee uh, in the early 50s when they kicked off with a new track uh, and Mum was on the ladies committee. No, um, uh, I, um, it was just me that started with Daryl Pox and, uh, when he was chairman of the Bort Trotting Club. What brought that about? Why did you want to get onto the committee? Why did you want to be a part of a trotting club? Oh, I'm not sure I wanted to. I was happy um, uh, yeah, to become a sponsor and Daryl invited me to say a few words at an AGM. Um, yeah, and it just started in a very small way. Yep. And you were happy just being on the committee and just giving you a little bit? My word. Um, the club's got such a huge... Um, uh, history, successful history with volunteers um, and you know those of us that came on about that time just happy to be s still doing something to keep a, a, a trotting club going. Yeah. Yeah, and keep it keep it going. It is one of the oldest. You, know, you had a book here somewhere. You did have that there. Nineteen, uh, sorry, eighteen ninety one to nineteen ninety one. This book was written. There was a short term where it was um, closed down, but that's an amazing time. Eighteen ninety one um, to start the start the club. Um, it's got a lot of history. What point in time, like, did you think you could actually contribute and start to probably make a bit of a difference? You said that you, you came on just basically because people were asking you to, but what time did you say, well, hang on, we can start making a bit of a difference? Oh, I'm not sure I thought I could make much of a difference. I was very happy. Uh, several committees I've been on, I've been the same. Um, uh, the, the word committee's got the word commit in the committee, and I believe if you go on a committee, you should uh, uh, be keen enough to help. Yep. Um, so, yeah, I tried to be useful or helpful right from the start, and there was there was good people there. Um, it wasn't hard to be a helper. It's sometimes one of the best ones, isn't it? They say, like, if you if you go to work, you don't realise you're working. Um, that's sometimes one of the best things. I would imagine that must be what you felt like at Bort. Yes, well, John Byrne won um, the Volunteer of the Year for Country Clubs one year, Secretary Kerry James uh, won it another year, and Badger's won one, uh, Badger Mercer's been there all the time. Um, their history of people has always been very good. Yeah. When did you become president? Um, Lateish 2005, um, the bombshell hit. Um, the 3rd of March 05 without cons cons consultation or any planning at all. Um, Were you president when that happened? No. No, Keith Salathiel was president and his daughter Kerry was secretary and they went to the meeting at Sedanid with Sedanid and Wedderman with um, uh, Neil Busy and uh, John... Uh, what was the CEO's name, John? Anderson. Anderson, yes. How could I forget the names? Um, yeah, and uh, it was an appointment they made to uh, have a look at the future and have a coffee, and uh, they had the glossy 3V document with them and announced that um, uh, the seven TAB clubs would be closed down racing at home and you'll, um, you'll be able to race at neighbouring clubs. So um, that was a shock with you know, no consultation at all. And um, uh, we had a meeting 
on the Sunday after. We had our cup meeting on the Sunday, so we had a meeting of uh, five of those clubs on the Sunday to to check out what could be done. Um, and then in due course, Keith said, um, look, if, we, if we're going to fight this, he said, it won't be me, it'll be John's turn. And I'd been vice president for a little while, so that... That was um, just a fairly normal changeover. Um, and Is that because Keith could see it was going to be a big ordeal? Yeah, yeah probably. He was training horses and... Yep. Um, Young family and that as well. Yes. Perhaps he reckoned I'd have more time to travel a little bit to meetings or talk on the phone. So it's a fair baptism of fire, you uh, become a president. So just go back a little bit. So uh, what was it called, the V what, V7? V- V3. V3 uh, model uh, was announced. Did I work that out correctly three days before your your actual cup meeting? Yeah, on the Thursday. Yeah. yeah. So, so you get told you're going to be shut down and, oh, by the way, please go and have a successful cup meeting and make plenty of money for us. Oh, yeah, we had to get busy and uh, paint up corrugated uh, <laughs> sheets of iron to put at the gate saying support board and a few things like that. <laughs> and uh, then I had a meeting straight after the last race with uh, uh, Shire president and uh, local um, political leaders um, at the meeting and uh, Mirabara Les Chapman was there too expressing great concern uh, uh, yeah, we had to decide, well, what can be done? Pretty tumultuous times, wasn't it? Yes. Um, Did you actually ever second-guess stepping up to be the president? No. No. I, I'd been nominated once or twice, I think. Um, no, I more mean when you... Sorry, once you were appointed and, and you, know, you were into the V... V3, um, you know, saga, if you like. Did you actually say to yourself, what am I doing? No, there was a handful of clubs or a handful of people. We were all the same. We were just determined that we'd try and turn it around. Yep, yeah. And um, and keep it keep it keep it going. How long did that go for? Because it wasn't one year; it was about three years. Is that correct? Oh, it took a little while. We uh, we had our um, cup meeting first cup meeting back in two thousand and twelve. So, wow! Yes, was it that long? Yeah, it took a while. Seven years, eight years. Yes. Yeah. Well, we missed six cups because we had the one on the Sunday. That was in oh five. Um, so now it took a little while and um, uh, we had some um, important politicians on our side. It was hard to work out the two ministers in the Labor government, John Pandasopoulos and Rob Hulls, who were both supporting us because they didn't like the way it had been done and they didn't like uh, regional areas getting affected like this. Um, that they couldn't do something about it. But John Anderson said, oh, no, it doesn't matter how many ministers are uh, uh, saying we can't do this. Um, we've decided it's got to be done and uh, we'll do it. But um, we we had some very good support and um, Dennis Napthine was um, shadow minister for racing and he's one of the main liberals at the time 
Uh, so we started meeting with him. We met with him and Wendy Lovell at Bort one evening. And then we met with him at Bendigo for lunch another day. Um, and he could see that we were committed to oppose the thing right through. Um, and he eventually said, if the coalition get back in, he said, I'll get you your cups back. So we were, we were prepared to wait a few more years for that to happen and to wait another four years if they didn't get in that time. Yeah, but you knew you had their commitment. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, we were going to go for 11 years, um, but then it happened, happened early in seven years. It must have been, I suppose, a very trying time for for the clubs. Um, and as you said, there was no consultation and things like that. I would imagine that would have been probably the first thing that sort of struck a crawl with all you guys because, like I said, three days later, you've got to run a cup and generate turnover and, um, and make it a good thing. But I would imagine also out of it, you've probably got some great friendships to the extent that, like, I know Dennis Apfine, since retired, he was at Bort, I'm going to say two years ago, might have been three years ago, mm. just as a, a as a person who, who came just to, to enjoy the race meeting. Yes. Yeah, he played a big part and uh, he, uh, he, 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 stu he stuck with us and, we, yeah, we stuck with him. Um, but it got, it got pretty serious um, when uh, the legislation went through that we would get our cup meetings back. He said to us, I've stuck my neck out for, for you blokes. Don't mess it up. <laughs> so we all went to the, the six clubs' first cup meetings back. Everyone went to everyone's cups? Yes. Yep. He, he went to them all. Yep. Uh, yeah. So, and they were good cup meetings too. Oh well, the communities responded. It, yeah. was, it was great. Yeah. Mm. So it must have been, a, as I said, you walk into it, you'd be thinking, "What have I done?" But at the end of it, it must have been very rewarding when you finally go back to to having those meetings back at the track. Yes, a relief. Were you nervous before that meeting? Oh, not greatly. Yeah. No, we were heavily involved in working at it. No, well, I might have been nervous, but not too badly. Outside of that, because that's the easiest one, some of the, the other, I suppose, achievements that you guys have achieved there in your reign as president, but even as, before that, even on the committee, like some of the things that you've seen, especially just lately, um, transpire, um, what are the things that you're more proud of? Oh, the, um, uh, the lady drivers is a, is a key one. Um, lady drivers couldn't, couldn't drive. Um, Bort was the first uh, race meeting that they drove in a race unofficially. It was no betting on that race. Yep. But it was very successful. So Bort ran the first official um, punting race for the lady drivers. Um, so um, uh, our secretary, um, John Davidson, this is a year or two down the track, uh, he invited all the lady drivers uh, that we knew of and we could find and we, we had, a, we had a, a photo taken on the track of 20 older lady drivers. But, of course, that's, that's flowed on. Uh, each year, if if it's uh, the teal panted time, well, uh, they they 
about eight or nine of them drive at Bort and they win half the races. So Bort's um, been strong on the lady driver's side of things. But um, the things that were happening over that period and a, and a couple of things were well underway before, while I was there, but not, not when I was chairman. We had a, a, a run of new stalls um, put in and then we had a new track built for our first cup meeting back. Um, and since then we've had the new horse washers with the minister uh, opening the horse washers and then uh, a new new vet room, um, a new kitchen and kiosk, a new sports bar um, and the veranda which is fantastic. And needed. Needed, yes. It's a fantastic veranda f whether it's uh, hot or cold, wet and windy, a uh, long veranda and um, so there's, um, and of course we had to, um, uh, one of the biggest things we achieved in a way was we had to replace um, or shift the lights. Um, yeah. New lights had gone in so that uh, hockey and football could be paid uh, under official conditions. Um, and it was causing uh, shadows for us. So, uh, yeah, we got a quote on shifting the light poles, and that was $105,000. Uh, so uh, the minister, um, Martin Pakula, uh, was in the background there uh, uh, through VREF. He, he helped, and yeah, it cost board a fair bit of money. But, yeah, um, uh, the CEO of HRV at the time, he came to um, a cup meeting, and a Central Vic final, I think, uh, the same period, and we had horses jumping shadows, and he didn't put it in writing. Um, he said, you'll have to fix that, and we we got the drift that if we didn't fix it, we wouldn't be racing at board. So j just getting the light poles shifted was uh, was a good thing. I was there that day uh, when they were all jumping, and I was emceeing, and it was, um, yeah, you didn't you couldn't buy enough shadow rolls as a... Gay um, calendar for Graham Eels over there. He did a roaring trade that day because the board trotting club couldn't, in the end, buy enough, and we had so many unfortunate scratchings. It was a shocking day, wasn't it? Oh yeah, and it was so disappointing because you can watch um, uh, trots uh, race meetings on Sky uh, through that period and any time, and you can see tracks with the same sort of light poles and shadows, and the horses don't even flick their ears. <laughs> Yep, but this day, and and anyone wondering, it was big, it was actually a super bright day. There wasn't a cloud to be seen in the sky, and uh, the blue stone on the track, and the way the sun hit it, it just stood out like a beacon, didn't it? Oh yes, and Gavin was driving a top filly there. Three year we had a three year old filly's race, yep, and Gavin right. Gavin was driving this uh, outstanding filly, and uh, in the warm up she um, she um, jumped a shadow. So Gavin drove us straight across the footy ground to go back and get a shadow roll and do a couple of things um, and put her back on the track. But, of course, it happened with a few horses. Uh, the shadow roll didn't help a lot. The horses knew there was a shadow there. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, uh, and that filly was odds-on, so... Uh, it wasn't a good way to be hitting the, uh, the headlines that day. No, it wasn't indeed, but you got through it. And, uh, yeah, the next meeting, fortunately, there was no pole. Yeah, so, yeah, we shifted four, I think. Yeah. Yeah, 
A couple of good poles are still there if you know anyone that wants a couple of good uh, poles. <laughs> Must say, too, anyone thinking of building a trotting track, don't put the poles on the inside. Mm-hmm. Uh, or even if you've got a north-south-facing track, don't put them on the inside anyway, because it, uh, it doesn't help, does it? No, and they weren't there way back. They appeared uh, in the seven years that we weren't racing at board. Yes, absolutely. And the, the footy club, a uh, little bit of heartache through all of that happening, and getting done and got a phone call after their first uh, home game at night, bought, and said, uh, yeah, it's better than it was. Because it was back further, they could see more of the ground. Yeah, well, they were in, yeah, in a better spot, I think. Yeah, yeah, it's, <laughs> it was better than it was. Every meeting I go to, John, I'm fortunate enough to, well, not every meeting, but I'm fortunate enough to be an MC there at, at the club. And um, I do joke about how uh, organised you may or may not be uh, with it. But sponsors and prizes, and I mean the amount of people that rock up to Bort and they comment on what they get, everything from gurneys to barbecues to cooking sets, um, the support you get from local communities and, and repeat sponsors and people that want to continually come back must make you proud because so many people do put in and they do put in some terrific prizes. They're not, they're not a throwaway item that you, would, um, you, you can get at some clubs. No, well, we have um, six tribute races, which used to be um, in in memory of races of great people from Bort Trotting Club, um, and they uh, some of them give us some money, or they bring the trophy, and they can be six or seven hundred dollars worth yeah. of trophies, uh, and of course sponsors will. Uh, um, Peter Walsh leads the way with Neil Beatty, um, chair of Bort Park. Uh, they, they both chip in two and a half thousand dollars cash for the, one for the Trotters Cup and one for the Pacers Cup. Um, but uh, Neil told me the other day he just rounded up another, um, perhaps not quite as large amount of cash, but a new sponsor. And we've, we've last few years we've had forty sponsors, and that's from those type of sponsors right down to, you know, $100 for gent of the day. Those yep. Spo- yeah, there's 40 of them. So, we're, yeah, we're pleased about that. And uh, we also make a list of um, uh, our... Um, I'm not going to lift them up. We make a list of our um, volunteers because uh, this year we're just finishing our two meetings. We had 33 volunteers there helping yep. run those race meetings, uh, and it's flowing through that six of our committee will be youngish, Paul. Is youngish me or is youngish under me? Yeah, you're youngish. <laughs> we need younger, but that's okay. That's okay. Do you, to you and I, 30 and 40 is youngish. Yeah, uh, <laughs> definitely. Um, I, I, I make a joke there about the sponsors and the, and the trophies, but I know uh, Jimmy and Jackie Barker, uh, they come every year. I remember there was one year, I think they won two or three races, and uh, there was some suggestion maybe leave a barbecue behind or that, but there was not a chance in <laughs> They find a way to fit these prizes into, the, into their air vehicles to get them home, don't they? 
Oh, yeah, well, um, John Davidson had to deliver a barbecue. Somebody that won the barbecue couldn't get it in, so he had to deliver it. So he he made a stipulation next year, no big barbecues. (laughs) And it's one of those funny things you're watching people. One thing I do enjoy, they win this trophy and they say, oh, we'll just take it back to the horses and they will get five steps down the road and they stop because it's like too heavy. It's one of the more funny things you get to watch as well. Yeah, well, we have developed a rule that when we we buy quite a few of the trophies ourselves, yep. even though people are paying for some of them, we uh, yeah we ha- we have a rule that we don't buy trophies that you sit on the mantelpiece and look at. No, no, and I think it's great, and I think the people that come absolutely love it. And as I say, Barker's what is it? Be five-hour drive from Hamilton, and they never miss a meeting. Mm. That's no. a glorious finale. I think she's contested it, or he's contested in about the last four Trotters Cups, actually. Right so, yeah. And did win one. Yes. Uh, so, might have even been teal pants. There you go. How's the memory going for me? It's going yeah. all right. Um, but it is, and it is also a lot of fun. Um, you do everything from fashions on the field, uh, where stupid blokes with MCs might get up there and stand in the fashions on the field. And I can't believe Joey Thompson beat me. I still reckon I was robbed that year. Um, but yeah. oh, Ch- Charlton had Joey primed he put in a big effort yeah well it was one of the i still reckon i was robbed but anyway but uh have a lot of fun and that's the idea is because we sometimes miss that we forget that part when we go to trot meeting something it's uh work and regulation but we want it to be fun for the participants and for the people on track yes yes and the uh the yabby racing was in fear of uh dying quite a few so years the ago yes <laughs> um the, the committee yeah, they're great volunteers, but yeah, we were a bit wobbly on having committee doing the doing the yabby racing. Uh, but anyway, the school um, said um, no, we'll do the yabby racing. Um, the four captains at the school each year they'll do the yabby racing, so it, it, it still happens, and we do nothing. Yeah, and it is a it is a lot of fun. But there's other stuff. There was some were throwing something on you, an elf or a Santa Claus or something. There was something you oh, thrown yeah. in your bin or something. I remember. Oh, yeah, you and Grant Campbell were trying to help. Um, was it? Was he Frisbee got it. And... I remember he got it in, and he was pretty happy about it. So yes, he's yes. always he's always better than me on those sorts of things. Yeah, we never did that one again. Yeah, no, it was a bit. Of, yeah, Grant was upset. I wasn't. So that, that that part is fine. But that is one of the things that Port try to do. Like I take the Mickey out of you about forgetting stuff. But there is always things, punters, clubs, lucky raffles, uh, there is a reason for people to actually attend the track and, and, and attend the meetings and enjoy themselves. Yes, and it can't happen without those um, committee that are so committed and the volunteers that um, we're, we're very proud of the number of volunteers. Remember the, uh, the one where we ended up with Warwick Capper there? The meeting, a um, bit of luck. Anyone wondering, it was a little bit of um, Irish luck for the Bort Trotting Club this day that uh, a wayward galah on a 40-degree day flew into a transponder, didn't it, in the, uh, on the uh, power lines and the Bort uh, Caravan Park and Lakes. Uh, what's it called now? You better give me the right name. I'll be in trouble. Oh, Bort Holiday Park. Now. Holiday Park, sorry. Yeah. Uh, there was no power, so everyone come across to the trots, and it was a hell of a meeting, wasn't it? In the end, there was that many people there, then they enjoyed themselves, and Warwick Capper was outstanding. He was sitting there talking to everyone, and uh, it was just a dead set lot of fun. Yes, well, he was uh, in having a look around the sports bar, and one of the ladies said, 
look at that bloke. He looks like Warwick Kappa. <laughs> it was Warwick. It was him indeed. Now, uh, then I'm working out, well, how do we get Warwick involved? There's still about half the meeting to go. And I thought, oh, surely there's a bit of mileage in this somewhere. But anyhow, our, our policeman was vice president and uh, another committeeman um, had a lot of wisdom at times. And they both said, uh, don't worry about it. Yep, and he got himself going. He was okay. He, he fitted in very, very well. Um, did you enjoy your time, mate, on the on the as being a president? Oh yes. Even through the side of it, like and 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 that. Yeah, oh, I think the start of it was a bit like standing five stallions at the stud. You don't you don't walk around thinking, gee, I'm enjoying this. Yep. Each day there's a bit to be done. Yeah, but after a while, it sort of got the. When things started to get back a little bit of normality, yeah, being back at Bort was, uh, and the other clubs too. Um, like Arjun had nine meetings, and they they got back with two, but Wangaratta at about six or seven, they got back with two meetings. Like we talk about um, Dennis Napthine's government getting us back our cup meetings, but then in due course down the track a bit. Uh, they decided to give us one meeting as well. So we, we had two meetings each, but my word, clubs like uh, Wangaratta and uh, Oyen and um, yeah, Sedan and the bit as well, I think they had five meetings previously. Um, yeah, they, they were still hard done by in a lot of ways. Yep, yeah, they, they lost a few of their meetings. One thing I do know you're very, very proud of, um, and this was written by Daryl Poxon, um, it's imprimatur on the back page of this too, mm. uh, as well, but by Daryl Poxon. Um, first pass the post for the Bort Trotting Club, and you've also got the second part that's actually happened now. Um, is there a third stage getting written? Because this one stops at 2016. Is he, is he still going with another one? Daryl said there will not be a third. There will not? No. Right. No, he's got a big one coming up. He's um, he's done Gunbow's hundred years. years, yeah. So Sunday, February the eighteenth. It's all happening at uh, Gunbow, and uh, I've we were, oh, Kay and I were there the other day for their cup meeting. So uh, a couple that have proofread it, and um, said he's done a great job. So that and Gunbow's a little bit like Bort. There's some great names if you go back over the hundred years. Tubby Peace. Yes, and oh, um, three of one, one, yeah, one, um, I think one of the McKay's, Bill McKay's. Yes, that rings a bell. Yeah, it does ring a bell, actually. Yeah, I was, yeah, there's been a few big names uh, start up uh, in the north. Hmm. Um, I won't be there, unfortunately, because of uh, commitments elsewhere, but I would have liked to have been, I must say, but I might have to duck up there beforehand and maybe even catch up with Daryl to promote the meeting. Might be a, a better way of doing it. It's actually good that he put me on the front page of this cover too. I'm pretty impressed with that. I keep wanting to pinch it up to make sure it's me because I'm not winning, but um, it's actually got uh, Mr 4000. That's one of the things you probably do enjoy about it. Um, Johnny Caldo on the front page there, and he was always very, very loyal to Bort and uh, loved coming there, didn't he? Oh, yes. Well, uh, when his uh, father, uh, Jack, and his brother, Peter, up at Oyen, yeah, they'd come to all these uh, clubs and then they uh, finished up uh, closer to Echuca. But uh, uh, Jack Caldo and Frank Ryan, they would come and stand on the lawn at Bort and they both had good horses at the time, but coming to... Um, 
a, a smaller track or, or a track that uh, perhaps didn't have so many high-profile horses, uh, they saw that as very important. No, they did indeed, and even the cake bread's on the front page as well, so it's a, it's a terrific. Peter Sanderson on the inside, I'm not sure who that one there is. I do know that's Flaming Flutter, yep, so yeah. I'm, not, I'm not going too bad. John, thank you. Um, congratulations. Um, and well done. Are you finished with Bort? Are you going to stay on the committee, or are you going to step down altogether? No, oh, no, um... They um, nominated the committee in a bulk lot. Apparently, you're allowed to do that rather than look look around the room for to see who's going nine to go. or ten to get nominated. They they just nominated the existing ones. Um, so you're still on the committee? Yes. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Will you step down off that eventually? Or oh yeah, eventually. Yeah. Uh, one thing I, um, I think a few people are worried about, I love the uniform that you've got now, the Bort Trotting Club, and it stands out. These shirts with two pockets, though, they're dangerous for you because anyone that knows you know you always have your little notebook in one pocket, you see, so you can write notes down. Mm-hmm. Who, design, who, who come up with the shirts with two pockets? I think the committee did ask for that. Um, Nicole Miles, we had an outstanding secretary, uh, and... Uh, she, it took her a little while to find out what size the blokes all were, um, but now in in the end she got the shirts that fitted us all and the caps and uh, uh, yeah two uh, two pockets I thought was a good idea. <laughs> Do you marvel at the amount of people that uh, run the other way when you start to go like this when you start to pull out one of those notebooks? Oh, most of them are getting pretty slow now. <laughs> no, they. Not many run away. They might run away long before they get close. I am taking the mickey out of him, but I'm serious. You may not be able to read that. That is full of notes and notes on the back as, as well. He's, he's got his little notebook there. He is noted for the, the notebook. It's part of your DNA, isn't it? Well, when you've got a memory like me, you've got to write some things down. <laughs> John, thank you. Congratulations and, and well done. And I must say to your family as well, like Kay's sitting there behind us, but all your family as well have had to uh, you know, endure that this whole time as well. So there would have been some pretty low lights. I'd imagine when you got home, you'd be buggered and wanted to stop, but you've got to be a dad and things like that. So I think you know the commitment from your whole family, mate, too, is um, outstanding. So well done to you and, um, and everyone, and also well done to the Bort Trotting Club. Yeah, well, thanks, Paul. And my word, um, we've enjoyed you being there on um, uh, most of our race meetings as MC. I'm kicking, I'm kicking you to touch a bit at the minute, aren't I? You're not enjoying that. Uh, <laughs> no, well, uh, you, you're good as an MC because you know the racing side of it out on the track and you know everybody and it works well and we, we like having you come. I enjoy cover, mate. It's a, it, it is a lot of fun. You actually have a meeting Friday night? Friday? Yeah, Friday the 5th. Daytime. Daytime, no night time because the light posts are on the, uh, for the football field, not for the track. Yeah, it was, it was suggested we could go night at one stage, but uh, no, we decided to stay daytime. No, daytime. Um, and this is a Friday. And the Bort Trotting and Pacing Cups will be run on March the 3rd? Yeah, Sunday, March the 3rd. Fashions on the field? Yes. I might have to start working on it. Joey Thompson, I'm coming for you. Mm. Um, and go from there. We need some more blokes to get involved in it, don't we? Yes. Yeah. Mm. John, Pri- prizes are good. John, thank you very much. Congratulations. And uh, you know, from a harness person's point of view, I do take the Mickey out of you a little bit, but uh, I appreciate everything you've done. And and as I said, having fun and enjoying what's going on. I think that's one of the great key components, mate. So thank you very much for joining me. Yeah. Well, thanks, Paul. But my word, I've had a lot of support right through. You- 
You've got to have the support. Absolutely. Thanks, mate.